is the Certification 101 podcast, a series of episodes where we talk about certification, what it is, who does it, and get into the details on certification best practices. Today on the show, we're going to talk about confidentiality at a certification body. Stay tuned. So we're into episode seven now, and we're making our way through the ISO standard requirements regarding certification bodies, and now we're going to talk about confidentiality. This can get a little complicated, and I am no lawyer, so I'm sure any that are listening may have some issues with the lack of depth of this episode. But confidentiality is important, so we're going to try and cover it, and you don't have to be a lawyer, though, to get through the basics of what's needed. So in general, confidentiality applies to everything. CBs must have confidential processes in place in order to offer certifications. Generally, when certification is applied to products or processes, you're getting what is perceived to be insider knowledge that is proprietary. So pretty much every customer is going to have a prerequisite of having confidentiality as part of the process. So CBs must provide that. They generally do this by having fairly standard confidentiality policies in their agreements or contracts. Most are fairly bland and probably come from the internet somewhere. In fact, as I was researching this episode, I found an article where someone pointed out the exact same policy posted on four different CB websites. So he said it was ironic that the exact same policy used to protect confidential and proprietary property was itself stolen somewhere along the way. But the point is that confidentiality is supposed to be provided by the certification body. In most contracts I've seen, confidentiality is applied to everything, and no one outside the CB personnel can view it except two groups of people. The first is the accreditation body, which itself has confidentiality agreements in place with the CB. They would usually want to see info as part of the accreditation process where they need to sample information. And the second group is some legal entity. So if the CB is sued, there's usually a clause that lets the CB dispense information, most likely to defend themselves in the lawsuit. But other than that, there's really no one that should be viewing this information. I will also say that most companies think a lot of their information is confidential when in fact it is not proprietary at all. And either someone else is doing it or it can be pretty easily deduced. So they are super protective of every piece of information. This is especially true of new customers to the certification space. Some are terrified of giving information over and try to get out of it. And you usually have to tell them in order to go through the process, we have to do this and receive this info. But it has surprised me sometimes how worried people are about confidentiality, although I get businesses riding on it to a certain extent. So in practice, confidentiality can play out in a few ways on a day-to-day basis. First, as a CB, you can only confirm what is publicly available. All CVs should publish their certification somewhere, which is part of the topic of our next episode. When I worked at a CB, we had that info on our website. I could and would confirm information from the website. So if someone would call and say, is XYZ company certified? I would look on the website because I can't memorize everyone and then say, yes, they are, or no, they are not. Most of the time, the follow-up was, can I have the results of their test or can I get more info on them? And I'd have to respond that they met the criteria of the standard and they are certified, but beyond that, they'd have to contact the customer themselves. Secondly, this 
can be an important feature internally where perhaps not all the employees work for the CV. So if you are part of a larger company, there is confidential certification information that is not relevant and not necessary for others in the company to know or understand. Keeping that information separate is important. Third, and this is especially important as people work more remotely and perhaps there are remote portions of the certification process such as a remote audit, IT security. Customers are very concerned about a breach at the CB of their information. Again, going back to the earlier point that many companies are super worried about every piece of information. So when they say they are concerned about confidentiality, they are really concerned about security. Every CB should have a security policy in place and hopefully in-house IT that is competent enough to offer the basic protections. Fourth, this confidentiality comes through in potential consulting. We'll do a whole episode on consulting at a CB later on. I think it's topic 57 or somewhere around there at this point, so it might be a while. So to give a brief overview, CBs assess customers, but some customers don't know if they meet the criteria or not, so they ask for help. This is consulting, and it is strictly forbidden within the certification process. You cannot help someone achieve certification if you yourself are the CB. You can only assess. Now this is more of a conflict of interest topic rather than confidentiality, but where it approaches the line of confidentiality is if you consult, and there are ways to do that as a CB, you are potentially using information from customer X, confidential information, to help customer Y achieve certification. And even unknowingly, that is a breach of confidentiality. One could argue that what I'm doing right now is a breach of confidentiality, as I'm using information gathered from thousands of certifications to help explain the process. I would say it's not, because it is generally accepted common knowledge that I'm dispensing. I'm just putting it all in one place. So this line of consulting or not consulting is hard to walk by, and it's important to recognize when consulting is happening that you're not using confidential information to help that process. And the last place confidentiality comes into play is in not-compete clauses with employees. This is another topic for a different episode and one that I have strong feelings on, but some certification bodies have not-compete clauses that state individuals can't go to competitors and generally should also include that they cannot work in companies that they are certifying while also working at the certification body. Again, this is mainly a conflict of interest thing, but approaches confidentiality because information from competitors can be used to help a company achieve certification. And those are the main issues with confidentiality and how it affects CB practices. Generally, all CBs should and will have practices in place to assure confidentiality, but it's important to know and recognize that it can seep into other areas of the organization and its practices. And that brings us to the end of this episode where we talked about confidentiality. Thanks for listening to the Certification 101 podcast. I've been your host, Tom Spoden, and I'm looking forward to talking with you in the future. Stay tuned for our next episode.